This is the lead word. I am your host, Chad Bauman. With me, as always, uh, Trey Daubert and Bridget Rounds is here as well. Hi, Bridget. How are you doing? And Trey, how are you doing too? How are you both doing? I'm good. Um, <clears throat> been a long school day, but doing good. <laughs> Bridget's outside. Chad's in a bed, and I have not eaten yet. So that's that's the summary <laughs> for the show today. Uh, Chad, you just want to dive right in because I think the obvious topic we have to talk about is the Sam Darnold trade, right? Yes. Very, very obviously much so. Do you have an angle or would you like me to just begin? You can say what you want to say. I, I feel like we're probably going to say the same thing. So I'll, I'll let you go. I am so happy for Sammy boy. <laughs> I am so happy for Mr. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. His family like threw him a party. I did see that. And uh, hey, congratulations. Guess... You don't have to play for the suck ass Jets anymore. And the best part of it was the guy who recorded it was Jordan Palmer, who's just like an independent quarterback coach. Like he was celebrating. <laughs> like he doesn't have any affiliation with anybody. He was celebrating Darnold leaving the Jets. <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. I don't think people understand how big of an upgrade this is. You go from Adam Gase to Matt Rule and Joe Brady. You go from <laughs> Jamison Crowder to DJ Moore, and he gets Robbie Anderson back instead of losing him. Do I still have him in fantasy? No. Damn it. <laughs> uh, his, his running back last year was a washed-up Le'Veon Bell, who then was released, and then his alternative running back was Frank Gore, who's 800 years old. He now gets Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> The, the amount of upgrades Sam Darnold has just gotten is through the roof. He has upgraded at virtually every position outside of maybe left tackle. And the, the Panthers could easily take their left tackle with the eighth pick in the draft. I agree 100% all of it. Chad, I'm ready to say, I'm, I'm ready to say this. Now, I don't know if you're going to do this because you do this every year, but Carolina is going to make the playoffs this year. <laughs> <laughs> See? I told you, I told you when we recorded, I don't know when we recorded, but it was towards the end of the season when we recorded and we talked about our division winners. And I told you that I'm never picking the, the, the Panthers again. I told you they were going to pull me back in. <laughs> Chad has picked the Carolina Panthers for, I think four years in a row to win that division. <laughs> hey, if you pick them every year, eventually you got to be right. Right. They may not necessarily win the division. But one of the things that's not being talked about is the NFC historically has been a lot better than the AFC. That's not the case right now. Outside of the NFC West, there's a, there's a whole lot of nothing. Green Bay is probably going to win the North. The NFC East is a damn shit show. If, if you give Tampa Bay their division crown back, not every team in the NFC West is going to make the playoffs. There should be a spot there for Carolina. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think Carolina could be sneaky good. Their defense should should take a big boost, I think. Had adding Hassan Reddick, adding uh Denzel Perriman in the offseason. Burns, their edge rusher, had a really nice breakout year. I think he can take one more step forward. Every pick they used in the NFL draft last year was on the defensive side of the ball. Derek Brown's a, a little bit of a monster. He's gonna be better in his second year. They're gonna be sneaky good. And I, I would just add this. I think for all the symbol users out there, 
I think Carolina is like the best bet on that app. They're like the fourth lowest priced team out there, which makes no sense to me. They're like the same price as the Eagles right now. But I don't understand is, that. Isn't that going to change now that they have Darnold? No, I their price like. their price went down after the Darnold trade. Okay, yeah, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Well, you got me. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. Not that we don't think our lovely friends over at Symbol don't know what they're doing. Well, no, like that, that. it doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> it. Doesn't have anything to do with them. It has to do with the people that are buying and selling the stock. People, I, people. Just, I know. I yeah. I was joking. I I was just. I was just like you know like. Next thing you know, we're getting a call like. Oh, who doesn't make sense? Contract revoked or some shit like that. I might need Bridget to, to look this up, but she probably doesn't. I believe Matt Rule's first year at Temple, they had one win. Matt Rule's first year at Baylor, they had one win. Uh, his first year in Carolina, they were terrible. He, he's a program builder. They're going to be good this year. Just like they were pretty good his second year at Temple. Just like eventually he took... Baylor to the Sugar Bowl, which never happens. This is a really well-coached football team. I was blown away. Matt Rule coached the Senior Bowl this year. I was blown away. It was the best run practice I think I've ever seen, and I've been watching the Senior Bowl for, like, I don't know, 15 years now, 20 years. Can I say that I think one thing you didn't mention, like, just based on, like, Matt Rule, uh, and I talked about it last year when I ultimately made a joke out of myself and picked the Panthers to win the division. I said that he doesn't necessarily have to have a bad year, whether he's a program builder or not, because they had pieces in place. And I think obviously one of the most important pieces on that team, the way it was set up, you know, was Christian McCaffrey Baylor. He ended in a one and one, one 11 finishes first season. Thank right. you, Bridget. And by the time um, he but, left there, they were in the sugar bowl and Baylor has no business playing against Georgia in a bowl game. None. I mean, also too, like I was saying, like last year, I think one of the things that hurt them is, I mean, Christian McCaffrey goes down for like half the season and he's literally their entire offense. Especially with a quarterback like Bridgewater, who's not a, he's not going to air it out. He relies on a guy like McCaffrey to dump the ball to. Yeah. And then, I mean, Bridgewater had spent some time on the injury list. Like almost everybody was injured in Carolina last year. You know, I think. And the other thing this this needs to be said, I don't care what anybody says. Sam Darnold is significantly better than Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not a Teddy Bridgewater hater, but Darnold offers so much more upside than Bridgewater. Darnold's way more athletic. Darnold can make those big throws down the field. Like, like Robbie Anderson was pretty good in fantasy this year, but he's going to get a lot more opportunities compared to Bridgewater, who is mostly a check down guy or has been. Yeah, there was a there was a chunk of the season because I, I had Robbie Anderson in fantasy last year. There was a good chunk of the season where he was like the in the top five as far as receiving yards are concerned. I don't know what he ultimately finished as in Bridget. If you he started, he started too, off. Please. Robbie Anderson started off hot and he cooled yeah. down as the, as the year went along. Right. But like I said, I mean. I, for at least half the season, he was top five, you know, in receiving yards. I like I said, we got Bridget working today, so she's gonna eventually tell us. <laughs> Bridget's what he outside; she's loving life. We we need to get her like a glass of wine or something. If it if it wasn't so windy, I could probably record from outside today too. But it's pretty windy. Oh, by the way, I'm I'm gonna little plug here because I can. It's my fucking show. I don't care. Uh, well, our show. Sorry. <laughs> uh, my high school. 
they hosted their first ever outside dual meet in program history. Wow. Yesterday. You know what we should do? Let's record next week outside. Everybody's outside I mean, next week. I live in New Jersey, so like it might be like negative five degrees and snowing, but we'll try. Robbie Anderson, over a thousand yards, 95 receptions, only three touchdowns though. So he didn't have, yeah. he didn't have the, uh, that, that tells me he had a lot of, uh, Hey, Robbie Anderson, you do the work instead of the, Hey, I'm open deep down the field. Find me. Well, cause I mean, I remember going into the last, you know, last season, like, well, I mean, he'll get open down the field and then catch the ball, but then watching him, cause I had him in fantasy. That's exactly what it was. Anytime like he had a long run it, or a long reception, it was more often than not, he caught the ball on like a drag and then ran, you know, got yards after the catch. Yeah. 11 and a half yards per reception. That should be higher than what it is. He's not um, a possession guy either. Yeah. So I do, I do, I want to, I do want to say this. I feel bad for Teddy Bridgewater because he's, I don't, I do. Poor Teddy. Why do you feel bad for Teddy Bridgewater? Cause the guy can't catch a break. Like, if he breaks his knee in half, basically, and then okay, that's 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 fair. And then the, he, the Minnesota he part Orleans. of it sucks, right? And then he goes to New Orleans, and hey, we like fucking Taysom Hill better than you, even though you basically got us into the playoffs. Uh, I don't think that's fair. I don't think, I that's, think fair. that's fair. You, you would have signed Taysom Hill over Teddy Bridgewater, no, but. Bridgewater got more money. No, no, but yeah, no, but yeah, yep. that's exactly. Look, look at, look at the Saints cap situation. They would have never been able to keep him. Howie Roseman would have fucked up the team for 20 years, but he would have found a way. This, this is, this is the, the crime of it. Would you rather have Bridgewater or Kirk Cousins? Can I have Kirk Bridgewater? <laughs> what does that mean? Especially the on the contract, team. especially factoring in the contract. I would much rather have Bridgewater. I, yeah, Bridgewater, I think, would be better. They're basically the same player, I feel like. Bridgewater, yeah, I think, except, maybe is a little bit better. Bridgewater not only costs significantly less, but he's more careful with the football, too. He's not going to turn it over. Um, I, I do want to talk about, like, this piece of the trade. Like, you know, people talking about, oh, you can't judge who won here until we find out what the picks are. No, you can absolutely judge who won. Who won the trade? I would Definitely Carolina. One, not only because they got Sam Darnold, but two, I mean, now that they have Sam Darnold, they still have options with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, you could get some of those picks back easily for Teddy Bridgewater. Because think about it. You you got what did they get? They gave up a fourth and like a second next year or something like that. They gave up next year, two and four, and a six this year. Like that's basically like nothing. The two is something, but I mean that's that's a future two. Who gives a shit about the future? I agree with you, but can I sort of what's the word I'm looking for? Have a differing opinion just to argue for the sake of argument. You mean play devil's advocate? That one. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Words, but yeah. Yeah. If you're the Jets, and before I even start this, I, I said this, I don't know, maybe three, four weeks ago. I think Joe Douglas is going to get fired regardless of what he did because this team just stinks. Zach Wilson's going to come in here and he's going to struggle his balls off. Do we know it's going to be Zach Wilson though? Yeah. Is it 100%? Pretty much. But I'll, I'll play the devil's advocate. Okay, you're Joe Douglas. You have to decide basically between picking Zach Wilson or keeping Sam Darnold and maybe, I don't know, trading down. If you're looking at this from a GM perspective, next year I have to guarantee Sam Darnold's fifth-year option for like 20 some million dollars. 
I know my team's not ready to win. Why would I want to pay Sam Darnold that fifth-year option and then who knows what the contract extension would cost you? Why not, hey, we stink. Let's let's turn the clocks back a little bit. I bring in Zach Wilson. I have to pay him nothing for five years. So for me, it's it's not so much about the Jets moving on from Sam Darnold. It's the fact that they got they gave him up for fucking peanuts. I guarantee you, if you move Sam Darnold earlier in this whole process, you know, because I I have to feel like they knew they were going to move on from Sam Darnold. I I don't feel like they came into this offseason like, oh, yeah, maybe we keep him. Maybe we don't like that contract. Like you said, the 20 million dollars that was not changing. You knew coming into this offseason where we either paying this guy 20 million or we're moving on. I don't think there was any thought process. I think it was just, well, like you said, why are we going to keep the guy? We suck anyway. Let's get as much as we can for him. If you move him before what's his face, um, Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. If you move him before you, before Carson Wentz and, and all, you know, all these guys, you probably get more. Instead of, I, I think I think they didn't know what they were going to do for a while. I don't think they made a decision for a while. I if that's the case, that's a travesty. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I mean, but it's the Jets, so maybe I, they should. Expect I'm, it. I'm just know. saying, it, if if you really try to get into the mind of Joe Douglas, okay, why did he why did he make the decision that he made? Well, we stink. I'd rather pay Zach Wilson nothing. Hope that we get a better quarterback instead of paying Sam Darnold a big contract and then our team already stinks. I can't add to it. All I'm that's saying that's is the that only rationale in my unless head. unless those three picks turn out to be Hall of Famers, they they gave Sam Darnold away for nothing. In in terms of what it should cost for a quarterback, yeah, nothing. I mean, a second round pick's nice, but like like literally, if, unless those pick they need all three of those picks to be. Hall of Famers. No, two of them need to be Hall of Famers and one of them needs to be a pro bowler for this to work out for them. The positive for the Jets is that I do love the Jamal Adams trade. That one's going to work out well for them. How how they got two first round picks for Jamal Adams from Seattle makes no sense. That if they can hit on those Jamal Adams picks which and actually <laughs> Okay. You're right. They won't. But if they can hit on the Jamal Adams picks and you can actually build a team around Zach Wilson, maybe it can work out. But I mean, based on the draft that Joe Douglas had last year, picking fucking Denzel Mims and that Ashton Davis, like LaMichael P. Ryan, he whiffed on basically everything outside of outside of his first round pick last year. And he probably put he probably picked the, the wrong left tackle, too. Because Worfs is Worfs is a freak. Oh, poor Jets fans. Like, I, I want to feel bad for the Jets fans, but then I remind remember that I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm like, well, I can't really feel bad for them because we suck too. Bridget's a Patriots fan. She's just outside like, yeah, I know this story. They'll be fine. They'll make the playoffs. The Jets? No, the Patriots. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not positive about that. They'll be fine. You think you think the Patriots are a lock to make the playoffs? I I don't know if I'd say a lock, but I'm more sure I'm more confident in them making at least a wild card than I'm not sure. I would actually lean towards no today. Think Bill about Belichick this. Got some of his friends in there. 
Buffalo, Buffalo is still, in my opinion, the best team in the division. And I, I said they were last year, Miami, I think it's the second best team in the division, especially after the draft they're going to have, they have the sixth pick. They have, I think it's the 18th pick. They have Houston second round pick. They have their own second round pick. They're going to have like, they're going to add five, six starters from this draft. My Miami's not done. And then the AFC. Okay. Indianapolis is going to be good. Uh, I think, I think I'm leaning towards Cleveland to win the North just because the roster's so good. And then out West, the chiefs are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I guess maybe the Patriots will get a second wild card or a third wild card. Told you. Yeah. Tennessee, it's Baltimore, maybe. Can't trust Can the we, Raiders. That's a joke. Can we just maybe the Tennessee's... Chargers could take a step forward? Oh, yeah. They got rid of Anthony Lynn. Anything's yeah. possible. Oh, they could win 12 games this year. <laughs> they, they might go undefeated. <laughs> Think about it. They've been winning games with Anthony Lynn. <laughs> if Justin Herbert's for real, they should be good. Hey, you. Yeah, you! In case you hadn't heard, your favorite renegade sports media group has its own Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash vendetta sports media to support our efforts to continuously bring you sports, gaming, and other media coverage as only we can. We've got four different membership tiers. For $3 a month, we'll give you a simple thank you on our Patreon site. For $6 a month, you get a thank you and you get to become a recruit in Jackson Law's Vendetta University Gaming Series. For $10 a month, you get everything from the previous tiers, a special thank you at the end of our videos, free access to our upcoming Discord chat, and a free koozie after four months, and then the big dog. $50 a month gets you everything from the previous tiers, as well as opportunities for Fantasy League invites, stream gaming, possible invites to mock NFL and NBA draft sessions, a once-a-month Google Hangout, and after four months, a free t-shirt. Yeah! Go to patreon.com forward slash vendetta sports media and help us to improve our pledge to bring you the best sports, gaming, and other media coverage. I, ten, you mentioned Tennessee. Can we? Have you seen the videos of Derrick Henry like working out in the offseason? I, I have not. Dude, they're fucking insane. He's not human. He he makes strong people look not strong. Like imagine the strongest dude you know. It, it, like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger back when he was like, like uh, you ever see the movie Pumping Iron? Like, can, can you do an Arnold uh, impression or no? I I I mean I guess anybody can. I don't know how good it is. I feel like Bridget could could do one. I feel like Bridget might not know, know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Nah, I know who he is. I know who he is. Actually, can, do can, can, can we do this now? I made Emma teach me some Gen Z words. Bridget, can you teach me a couple like trendy Gen Z words? I need I need to learn oh, some. Gosh, trendy Gen Z words. Yeah, a Emma claims like, that like saying like something slaps is a Gen Z word. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I feel like I know. I'm pretty lot. sure. I'm pretty sure slaps was around before y'all. Y'all young people got into the, the I, I learned slang. I learned the word uh that's cap. I learned uh out of pocket. I learned uh out of pocket's not Gen Z. <laughs> I I've been saying out of pocket for years. <laughs> Brid Bridget, teach me a couple Gen Z words. I don't even know. I feel like I'm not really like good with the lingo of so anything. You're old. Like I just say 
Yeah. Well, that and like, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't think of it. We're just like, like, I don't, I don't have friends. I don't talk to people. (laughs) That is a lie. Bridget, Bridget is a low key partier. We know this. Like bestie, like, like bestie. I don't know how to tell you this. Or (laughs) bestie's not Gen Z. That's been around. That's been around since like 1998. This is Bridget's homework assignment for the week. Bridget's homework assignment for the week is to, is to give me five Gen Z words that I can add to my vocabulary. Gen Z words. Yeah. That's for next week. So, okay. We, okay. I'll we need to some. edit this in. We need to edit this into the show. There's an episode of The Simpsons where, like, the grandpa's talking to like Homer, like when he's a young kid, and he's like, "Oh, you think you have it? I used to have it, but then they changed what it was." Now I'm not, I don't have it anymore. I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it, and what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. Like, every time, like, I talk to my brother, that's what I feel like. I was like, I used to be cool. What, what does your now brother I, say? Give me some words he says. I don't know. He, dude, he's, like, borderline mentally challenged. Like, I can hardly understand like when he speaks normal english right what were we talking about uh we were talking about derrick henry and we somehow oh yeah that that's not even what makes derrick henry impressive to me how is he that fast that big nobody should be that fast that weighs like 250 pounds derrick henry might just be like not on steroids he might be like a legitimate steroid that came to life. I do have one more side tangent. Should I should I just add this in? Let her fly. Let her uh, run. I, I said on Cheese this week that we're gonna be taking a company trip to Vegas this fall. I don't I don't want to put Bridget on the spot, but maybe Bridget wants to come or if she doesn't want to come. We'll see. Chad, any thoughts? I, I say the more the merrier. Not on that, not on that. Just like are you excited? Oh, Jeez. Well, you were talking about Bridget coming with us. I, I, I don't, like, I don't oh, think, yeah, I don't like, think Bridget well, wants Bridget. to hang out with us. I don't think Bridget wants to hang out with us. What do you no, mean? Fucking... Of course I want to <laughs> Bridget, hang out with you Bridget, guys. Bridget's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be anywhere near these old ass men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you yes, need help I, with the lingo, so. Yeah, that's true. Yes, I, I'm 100% excited. I've, I've never been to Vegas. I've been to Atlantic City, which is like, which is like, that you know, great value. Bad. I, I yeah, it's like great value Vegas, but I've never been to like Vegas, Vegas. Yeah, so that's happening in the fall. I'm excited for it. Uh, also, our uh, our company has a TikTok account. Chad's video of me dancing is up. That's the first one that got posted. I feel like that's a win for everyone. <laughs> I I said I think Dance Minor Trey might have to come out in Vegas. I'm not sure, but it's probably gonna happen. I'll I'll teach you how to do the Humpty Hump. <laughs> which isn't hard you just basically go like this uh what else we got chad chad any if any nfl draft stuff i know you did some some kind of research you got a take for me i mean i was looking at the offensive linemen um okay because I, I i you know i think the eagles have to go offensive line and i now i don't i don't know exactly where he'll go can i can i can i say that i think landon dickerson the alabama center yeah, I, can I say he might be the best offensive lineman in the draft? Really? Why is that? If it, if it wasn't for his injury history, I think he would probably be the best one. 
more so than the Oregon left tackle. I I like what I'm seeing, man. He he's consistent. And he he fucking lays people out. He he can fucking hit. He can hit. I like the guy. Like I said, I think without the injury history, we're looking at a first rounder. Well, centers usually don't go in the first round, so maybe a second rounder. But but he's good. Do you like if the, the if the Eagles like the can Oklahoma grab center? His name is Creed Humphrey. I think he's probably my first center, but I I do like the Alabama guy. I just think the Oregon left tackle is on a planet of his own in terms of the offensive lineman. I think he's the he's got to be the first one that goes. I think he will be. I'm just saying I think the reason why uh, you know the Alabama guy's falling is just because injury history. I think there's a lot of lot. What he hurt his ankle one year, and then I think he had an ACL thing. The other, yeah, he's good. He can know, play. Was, uh, Wrestling background. Yeah. He's good. He's a that you could tell you could tell the wrestling background way he pass protects. I think he he only gave up like thirty pressures on like a like a thousand uh, snaps or some shit like pass protection snaps. He's good. I I don't like him as much in the run game. I I'm a big see that's how you could tell I'm old. I'm a big fan of the run game. I love the run game. I I want to see snap bubbles. Just get in the fucking trenches, hit somebody. That's why I love Derrick Henry. I love. And the I had run to game. talk about his workout. You have any other draft takes for me? No, I, I pretty much only looked at offensive linemen. <laughs> I told you, I I really only looked at specific positions for the Eagles. I guess I need to look at people I want to draft. I we talked about what I feel about the wide receivers. I told you about my corners. I feel like Asante Samuel Jr. is going to be good. I like the the uh, the Tennessee guard. I got to stand for the trays. Trey Smith. They got Tennessee's got two. Uh, Two guys. They got they have a tackle and a guard, I think, that are pretty good. I like Trey Smith a lot. He has some injury stuff, but I thought he looked really good at the senior bowl and he has some tackle experience too. Yeah, I like he's good. I think um I I, I also like uh the the tackle, um, Morris. I like him. I don't think he's gonna be bad, but he's obviously I don't think he's gonna be one of the top guys, but if you could get him in like the fourth Something like that. I think that would be a good pickup. All right. Uh, next week, we're definitely recording outside, all of us. Not optional. I mean, if it depends on, like, the wind and mm, shit. Like, I, th- I think outside's the move. I think outside's the move. All right, you say that, but then it'll be – I'll be outside. It'll be like – again, I live in New Jersey, so I'll be outside. It'll be, like, negative five degrees, and there'll be snow on the ground, and, mm. and you're going to hear nothing but wind on the microphone. We're going to risk it for the biscuit. We're going to see how it goes. See, Bridget can be outside because she kind of hides behind the mute button. That she's like nowhere. Like she's like she's incognito. You don't even know she's there. <laughs> Bridget was talking today. I don't know what you're talking about. You're not. Wrong. Yeah, I mean a couple seconds wrong. here and there. Br- Bridget's See? in the mix. Bridget's very much in the mix. She's like Parvin. <laughs> I'm in Rhode Island right now, so it's not too bad. It's I've never awful. been to Rhode Island. What's the best thing about Rhode Island? It's um, tiny. It is tiny. The beaches are really nice. Mm. So. They have good beaches. <laughs> I was actually going to take a trip to Rhode Island because I wanted to see the Pawtucket Red Sox, but they've been taken mm. from us. Yeah, they moved. <laughs> Unfortunate. So now I have no reason to go to Rhode Island. Isn't that where Peter Griffin lives? <laughs> Quahog, yeah. Not Pawtucket? No, uh, Quahog. Quahog, Rhode Island. Peter Griffin. Family Guy. Isn't there something on Family Guy that do something in Pawtucket? 
something? The brewery. The beer. Paul Tuck and oh, Pat. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> it's the only cartoon I watch. <laughs> I, I knew there was something with Paul Tuckett and Family Guy. I couldn't remember what it was, though. All right, Chad. Good episode. Next week, we're outside. Well, I told you I want to talk about Blockbuster. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So we were talking about, I guess, age differences. This is like the perfect one. Uh, Bridget, have you ever even seen a Blockbuster? I have when I was really little. And that was like the last time I was like, I think I was like five and I went to a Blockbuster and that was the last time I've ever seen one. So <laughs> so that what was that about like 2008? 2006. Okay. Or 2004-ish. <laughs> Can I just say, I, I watched the last Blockbuster on Netflix the other day and... I 100% miss Blockbuster. Like Blockbuster used to be the shit. Trey, did you you you've been to a Blockbuster? Yeah, we we used to take like family trips like every other week or something like that to pick up like actual copies of movies. It was something. Blockbuster was dope, and I don't know if this was like a national Blockbuster thing, but the one near my house, when it when report cards came out, they did like a special deal. If you brought your report card up to the Blockbuster and you had good grades. They would let you, uh, they would let you rent a movie for free. What kind of stuff were it you would, renting? Uh, well, what I would do is, is, um, cause like right around this time I, I had gotten my first Game Boy. So what I would do is, is they had games you could rent. So I'd make a deal with my dad. I'd be like, Hey, if you rent this game for me, you can use my report card to rent whatever movie you want. And then I can get the game and play it. Mm. So I played, uh, I played, they have, they had, used to have a Game Boy game. It was based on the Pokemon trading card game. I, I played that. I played, uh, I, for, I played my first Pokemon game with a report card. I rented Pokemon Blue from Blockbuster. There was this game that I played on my Game Boy, and I've been trying to find it ever since, and I have no idea what it's called, and I only vaguely remember playing it, but I remember I had a lot of fun playing it. Now I'm, like, really mad that I can't ever find it. I don't remember enough about it to Google it and find out what it was. We used to rent the Austin Powers movies from Blockbuster a lot. I think, I don't think we, I don't know. I don't even remember renting movies from Blockbuster, really. I just remember going to the Blockbuster and running down the aisles with my brother, my older brother. And, uh, and is, they it worth, had the, is it worth the watch? I would watch it, yes. It was very, I, I felt it was very good. And then they also had the popcorn at Blockbuster. That was the best. You got the free popcorn as you were leaving. That was always cool. Oh, and then we rented a Sega Dreamcast one time from Blockbuster, and I got to play the Sonic. Uh, Sonic, uh, uh, forget what the Sonic game on there was called, but it was awesome. Blockbuster, ten out of ten would recommend. I really wish they would make a comeback. I miss going to Blockbuster. It was fucking awesome. I would, I would one hundred percent rather stop. I would drop Hulu, Netflix. Even though my mom pays for Netflix, no, she could keep it. I would drop it all just to have a blockbuster come back. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you, but it would, be, it would be nice to have it. I don't want the convenience. I want the guy. You know what, the, Chad? Would, no, no, more, uh, no more cars for you. Let's just have you ride a horse and buggy. You don't need the convenience. I, I wasn't talking about stuff like that, obviously. Okay. I was talking about for movies i want to make weird eye contact with the cashier who's like 13 years old when i'm making i'm buying some weirdo movie about like fucking cowboy sheep or some shit like i don't that, know okay that's a day in the life of chad but yes blockbuster we need you they're owned by paramount 
or no, they're owned by DirecTV or no, Dish Network. Either Dish Network or DirecTV. Let us open Blockbusters again. That's all I have. Yeah, that's all. I, that's all I have. I got nothing. In that case, uh, thank you for watching, viewers, listeners, depending on your chosen media source, uh, if you're YouTube or whatnot. Don't forget to go to Twitter and you know uh, give us a follow. Vendetta underscore media. Trey at Trey is at Trey Daubert. T R E Y D A U B E R T. I'm at Lil Footed. Uh, and then we also keep forgetting this. We have a uh, Twitter page for the show. It's the lead word, or it's word underscore lead on Twitter. Okay, so you heard Bridget. Go follow that or like that tweet. Do whatever you do on Twitter with that. Uh, you can follow us or like us on Facebook as well. Vendetta Sports Media. Uh, we also have an Instagram page, which is something you can search for Vendetta Sports Media. It'll come up. I don't know what the actual thing is. Um, we have a Patreon, so give us money on Patreon. Uh, if you're watching this video on YouTube, like the channel, subscribe to the channel, love the video. Uh, what else? And oh, actually, I think that's it. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week.